Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by Pyromedia Network. Pyromedia Network is a progressive moving platform to give a voice to those who feel don't have one. Social injustice, equality concerns, and more are just a few reasons why PMN is needed. For more information about Pyromedia Network, please visit pyromedianetwork.com. Hi, you've reached Kwame. And Christy. And we're from I'd Rather Not Podcast. Leave a message. Mm-hmm. Everybody, welcome to the show. The rules of engagement are really quite simple. So if you can pull yourself away from Grinder for two seconds, listen up. Let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. Lock the doors. What is going on? This is your host, Kwame, joined by the beautiful, the amazing, the incomparable Christy Champagne. Yes, what up, boo? We are back with another episode of I'd Rather Not, and I'm fabulous. Yes, ma'am, we sure are. We're, we're keeping on schedule, honey. We're keeping yeah. our promises. We're doing yeah. the damn things. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck, but we're recording and we're here, peoples. Yes, yes. We're here indeed. for you. We're here for the listeners. We're here for you. Always. Always. I can't sing. Let me stop. <laughs> How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm actually good. I'm. I'm. You know what's I'm good. so so funny is I thought the same thing too. Like today was kind of my off day, and um, we had a plumber come to my house today, so I had to be up early this morning. Not that I'm opposed to getting up early, but I'm very used to my schedule where I sleep in till whenever the fuck I want because I don't work <laughs> during the week. But right. I got up, and the plumber came, and I was it cute. No, he was not. Sadly, there was no plumber <sighs> fantasy happening. He was not. Um, no, he was. Uh, no, no, we, <laughs> won't, we won't go there. There was no there was no plumber fantasy happening today. However, no. I just like I was so worried about like he was going in and out of the, the house and I was worried about the cat getting out. And like so I couldn't like really. And he was in my room in my bathroom fixing something in my bathroom and so i didn't want to be like in my room working on stuff and like distracting him so i like i kind of had to sit and do nothing for like two hours and as much as i'm okay with that it was kind of a little boring and (laughs) and then i got tired because i was like okay well i i guess i should probably eat something i haven't had breakfast yet like and of course that they say they come between the hours of like 10 30 and 12 30 and of course he showed up right at 12 30 so i was like course i could have slept till 11 45 and this would have been fine like but i got up at 8 30 so you know whatever and um and i just i was finding myself really tired and i shouldn't be but you know we're here doing it so what you know do what we got to do well you know do do the damn thing how did i told my whole day life story today apparently (laughs) i don't know but you know what it was interesting i'm not really (laughs) on about what's happened to me all day today Godspeed. <laughs> Do you not feel like that's kind of like how a lot of us feel lately? Just like, girl, we need a nap. Like, yeah, especially the, after the last world, night. <laughs> the world needs a nap, bitch. Yes. Speaking of the world needing a nap. <laughs> okay. Um, the elections happened. Yes, they sure did. Um, and so I, I would first well, let, and let's, foremost, let's be clear. The midterm elections happened. Yes, the midterms, ele- the midterm elections did happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I would first and foremost like to say, on a positive note, I am extremely proud of the millennial generation as well yes. as the citizens of the United States that decided that they wanted to get off their high asses and okay. go and vote. So congratulations yep. on you. Kudos. I don't care who you voted for. The fact that you went and exercised your right to vote yes. uh, needs to be commended. So I mean, we're we're, we're happy the way it went, <laughs> but yes, yes, we are happy that you just went out and voted because that's the most important thing. <laughs> yes, I'm content with the way it went. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm in jubilee, but you know. Yes. Well, I feel like it was like we we definitely. I mean, we definitely we definitely made a shit ton of progress. We yeah, definitely- there, there was there was definitely some uh, a, a little bit of more of a balance in power. Yeah. I would say. Yes. Yeah. Well, totally. So, uh, well, like I'm interested I, to see what's going to happen in January. Yeah, I feel like I feel like um, as of right now, from my the the little bit of knowledge that I do have of this election. I mean, obviously, I have knowledge of 
what I needed to vote for for my area, but like in general saying mm-hmm. that I don't, you know, have a whole lot of knowledge of, but I did look up some numbers and, and we, we got 50, 50 at this point, you know, like we've got, you know, what, did, what did it say? It said, um, the house, um, oh fuck. Of course I had the numbers pulled up. Um, so in the house the sense, yeah, the house the house flips. Yes, yeah, the house flips. Yes, the house of representatives flipped, and then the yeah. Senate. Um, so it remains uh, in control of the Republican. Well, majority pub- Republican. I will say that right. the I believe that the the Senate picked up um, more Democrats as well, um, which is good. Um, so it's not like you know um, full full control, but right. they do still have the majority, which is yeah. it's fine. Whatever. Well, <laughs> As of right now, and I assume, and again, I could be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure the voting is closed. But it, it says here, as of right now, the Republican Party has 51 seats in the Senate. The Democratic Party has 44 seats, and then the other parties have two. So, I mean, that's a pretty, I mean, that's might as well be 50-50, you know? Right. Like, and, that's a, and it's about the same for the House as well. Um, obviously, the Democratic Party took a little bit more with, uh 222 seats and the republican party with 196 but you know I that's they, still, those are good numbers i'll take that yeah, those are good numbers. I, I thought they picked up a little bit more than that but that's i mean still it's it's blue yeah, this, <laughs> this this chart i'm looking at might not be accurate to the t but like to the minute but it it's pretty like we, yeah we did good people we did good yes. We're getting now, before, We're getting before, better. Getting before better. I start raining on the parade with the shit talking, I would like to say or read off some things that um was a first for um for the United States in terms of midterm elections and yeah. the Congress as well, you know, in terms of the House of Representatives and the Senate. So um congratulations to Victoria Escobar, who is a Democrat that won uh the the House of Representatives um, for the Texas seat, and she's the first Latinx Congresswoman from Texas. Yeah. Um, congratulations to give me if I'm mispronouncing her name, but uh, Eon Omar, um, who is the first Muslim woman in Congress. Uh, she picked up a, a representative seat for Minnesota. Nice. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, the first Black Congresswoman from Massachusetts, Ayanna Presley. Um, picked up a seat. She's also a Democrat. Uh, let's see. Um, do, 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 do. The first Latinx uh, congresswoman from Texas, uh, Sylvia Garcia. Um, let's see. The first Native American woman in Congress, uh, Sharice uh, Davids uh, from Kansas. Um, uh, she's also a Democrat. Uh, let's well, see. Arizona got a, a, a f- their first female senator too, didn't they? Uh, yes, I think. Uh, I, I I'm I'm going I, I don't have a list but um, I'm going off of the pictures that I, I'm seeing off of now this. Well, I got a list right here, so you know we both did our research. Right. <laughs> oh, the first Muslim woman in Congress, uh, Rashida uh, uh, Labe. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, uh, she's a representative from uh, Missouri. Yeah. Um, the youngest woman elected to Congress, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez from New York. Uh, first openly gay man elected governor, yes, uh, Jared Polis, out of Colorado. I was just going to say Colorado, right? Uh-huh. Uh, first Native American woman in Congress, uh, let's see, Deb Holland, uh, mm-hmm. rep- representatives, uh, House of Representatives, uh, uh, yeah, let's see, who else? Uh, first black congressperson from Colorado, uh, Joe yes, Negus. Yes, ma'am. Um, Let's see. Uh, first Latinx woman Democratic governor um, out of New Mexico. Let's see. Uh, first openly gay congressperson from New Hampshire, uh, Chris Pappas. Um, first black woman attorney general of New York, uh, Leticia uh, James. Well, here's the thing. So basically what we're saying is like, women are taking over women took yes. over the midterms which is oh, yeah. great <laughs> absolutely yeah. absolutely um out of connecticut uh johanna haynes uh, who is one of the first black um uh congresswoman from connecticut or is the first black congresswoman from connecticut uh the first muslim statewide elected official in the u.s uh keith ellison mm-hmm. uh attorney general of minnesota um youngest state legislator in the u.s 
uh, Kaylin Hay Hayward, uh, Wisconsin State Assembly. Uh, first lesbian mother in Congress, Angie Craig, um, out of the U.S. House of Representatives. Uh, first woman senator of Tennessee, which is kind of crazy to me, Marsha right? Blackburn. Well, Tennessee um, of all places, like right. Well, I'm not yeah. surprised it's Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, Latinx uh, congresswoman for out of Texas, first Latinx congresswoman out of Texas. Uh, uh, oh, did I already say her? Oh, yeah, I did. I already said mm -hmm. uh, Veronica Escobar. But yeah, those are just a few of the awesome firsts that happened, which is kind of crazy to me because it's like those are the first. You know, you you would think that in 2018 we wouldn't have firsts like those, but we did right. so hey we got him that's all that matters yeah he's on the run bitch right <laughs> that, that's so do that you matters. have any other good things before i start talking shit well here well um and didn't um i feel like um oh, fuck my see again here this is me not being prepared and not knowing as much as i really should know but didn't um maxine waters win um a new seat as well or a new position something. no so 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 or she gets Maxine, to her position or something i don't well, i just she, know that she, like so what happens is when, when um the house flips um the ranking um either democrat or republican whichever is the, the new majority um mm -hmm. they run that committee so right. um maxine waters was on the finance committee which um, that committee, because it was controlled by the Republicans, was refusing to subpoena um, uh, uh, Donald Trump's tax returns. So right. now that she is, uh, now that the the House has been flipped to Democrat, um, she is the highest ranking Democrat on that committee, which means she is eligible, she has the power and the right to uh, subpoena Donald Trump's uh, right. tax returns. Which means everybody, not just Donald Trump, everybody better hold on to their clocks because that Listen. bitch is going to be reclaiming all of our time. <laughs> Every, Every last second. second. That bitch is going to be reclaiming <laughs> everyone's time, okay? Auntie Maxine is not playing. Leading She's the way. It just makes me so happy. It makes me. So I, I'm happy. so excited. <laughs> I'm waiting for January. It's, it's the month of my birthday, so I'm excited. Okay. It's like a birthday gift. Girl's gonna it, it's gonna happen i'm sure i mean y'all haven't done much for me lately but you know why not why not start why somewhere not? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly so now let the shit talking commence so <laughs> after the, right after the amazing um night that we had uh with the elections y'all's president <laughs> decided Girl. To come out of his fucking hole, okay. Okay. Girl, and girl, have a press conference this morning, um, and I think this is going to air next week, so it won't be too far off. But um, listen, <laughs> <laughs> what's funny is I watched it this morning, actually. Same, same. and I, I normally like, don't watch. I normally yeah. don't watch anything that that has his voice on it because uh -huh. I haven't ever really had a situation where I typically get physically ill from hearing okay. somebody's voice and he is one of those people that oh, <laughs> that actually you know what? makes you me know physically what? ill i i was watching it this morning uh i was watching a clip uh, uh like a five minute piece of it i didn't watch the whole thing i was and then i decided i was gonna go in and i found the whole thing and i watched the whole thing after i saw this little piece but the best way i can describe this is especially after our election yesterday is like when you go into like your basement or like an abandoned house or something somewhere really dirty like a, a broken down apartment or something and the lights have been off for a really long time like the lights have been off for forever you flip the light switch on and all the fucking cockroaches go running for their lives <laughs> that's what happened bitch Somebody flipped the switch on his fucking cockroach ass and he is run he ran out that house girl like scared as fuck shivering trying to find any corner he could fucking hide in you know like, the irony of, of you saying cockroaches and trump in the same sentence is hilarious to me it's just but, like that's the best way i can describe it literally because you're like girl he's scared like right. 
He is a little child who is scared out of his fucking mind, and he should be. He needs you know, to be you know, when I watched this morning, the at first I started cracking up because I was just like, I'm watching a reality show. It really yeah. felt like I was watching like one of the housewife reunions because mm -hmm. the way he was talking to the press, the way they were going back and forth, it was it was almost comical. And then after a while, I started to get the fear of, of God in me because I felt like mm -hmm. I felt like I was looking at Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Like oh, he's clearly. such a fucking child. Like it's not even funny. Really? And what's funny is we've compared him to Joffrey before. Yes. In our other yes. Trump episode, we could and it's the best way I can think in my world, it's the best way to describe it. Like he is a child and the the thing I was watching when I was watching this this morning, and and it's the thing that's always I always bring this up whenever we talk about him, is my the way I judge people and the way I perceive people, a lot of it has to do with how they interact with others, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and how you speak to other people. Mm -hmm. Now add the fact that you're the president of the fucking United States of America. Okay, right. the country that we live in that I am proud to be a member of and the way he speaks to people is atrocious, but I feel like it's right. gotten so much worse. Oh, and it's yeah. like, that's the kind of person that that I, I want running my country. Absolutely not. And I've said that from day one, mm -hmm. like that speaks a lot about the way you speak to people, oh, whether yeah. you're in power or not whether you're a peon or you're the highest of the high, like the way you speak to people speaks a lot about your character. And I Absolutely. just, the way he was speaking to these reporters and these people and degrading these people who are just there doing their job and trying to get the truth out of this man. It's just, it's so appalling to me. Like it's like, so first of all, appalling. The way he's talking up to, um, the CNN reporter, yeah. To, well, not yeah. not just Jim Acosta. Jim Acosta is one of the the CNN reporters, but he's. I understand Jim Acosta is a little combative, especially with um uh with Donald Trump because of the fact right. that he they they have gotten into it multiple times over the, you know in the past year. So yeah. I, I expected Jim Acosta to be hostile, you know what I'm saying, or or to at least reciprocate in a hostile manner. Mm -hmm. Jim Acosta's sick of shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Um, but the way he talked to April Ryan. Um, I feel like he 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 did it extra because she's a woman, and not right. only that she's a woman, she's a black woman. Right. Um, and there's so much respect that people have for Abel Ryan within the press community, right. um, or the press corps. So it was just like he's just he. First of all, all of the CNN um, and MSNBC uh, uh, reporters he had major issues with. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, Whatever, but my issue with, with with the whole situation with him is that if he is, here's my concern: if he is Joffrey, who is Ramsey Bolton? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Who who is Ramsey? Because if if he is Ramsey, Joffrey, I need to know who's the Olena who's gonna come in here and save us all, bitch. Like, listen, I look Olena who's like Melania it is, was is, me, girl. It was I'm, me. <laughs> Like, that's who I need to know. <laughs> Everybody's so worried about how Melania is and, how, you know, if she's okay and all this okay. other stuff or whatever. <laughs> I low-key think that Melania Trump is Cersei Lannister. <laughs> like, I low-key the lie? Where there's, there's I, I don't see the lie there, so. I mean, really, though. Can we yeah. go there? Can we just? Yeah. Oh, we can go there. You know, and, and I and I find it funny that we're using Game of Thrones references when um I think it's uh George R. R. Martin sent <laughs> I don't know if he sent the cease and desist um order because there was a lot of people like Rihanna and um Pharrell, they sent a cease and desist order to or, or lawsuit to um uh to Donald Trump in the White House because mm -hmm. they were using their music during his rallies and they were like, No, we don't want that. Right. So but George R. R. Martin also requested that he would stop referencing uh, Game of Thrones, you know, during his political campaign and stuff like that, or whatever he's doing, because right. it has nothing to do with them. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't think George R. I, I take that back. It wasn't George R. R. Martin. It was it was uh, HBO. HBO yeah. had said that. Well, good but, for them. <laughs> good for them.
Yes, because they were like, look, we're making a lot of money with Game of Thrones. We don't need you fucking it up. Yeah. <laughs> like at the yeah. end of the day. <laughs> right, completely. But no, I, I, I firmly believe, like, because he's such a child. He's such a child. I believe that he is, he is the Joffrey of our, of our land. Of, 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 right. of, of the United States right now. But if he is Joffrey, then who is, who is Ramsey? That's who I want to know. That's, well, that's, that's who we need to watch out for. <laughs> that's the one that we need to watch out for. It's the Ramsey. Yeah. And the Tywin Lannisters of one. You know, sure. the oh, brain um, behind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure. <laughs> for real. Here's the thing. I don't <laughs> think, I do not think that, um, that Pence is, is, is the Ramsey. Right. I think Pence is, is just, I think he's a better politician because he's been in the politics, you know, a, a lot longer. He knows how to articulate himself. Um, I think he would be a little bit, you know, worse than um, Trump because then at least you see Trump coming. You know right. what I mean? He can't help himself but to be a, you know, but to sell people his business and what he's doing. So I right. think that, you know, we would have to be a little bit more smarter about him when it comes to politics and, and how we deal with him. But yeah. I don't think he's worse than, I don't think he would be worse than Trump. I, I think that there's a Ramsey Bolton on the way. <laughs> and we well, already there and we just don't know it. We just don't know part, who it is. That part. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with, I agree with you. I agree with you. And I think that's, that's the thing is like, I think that's why these midterms were so important. Oh yeah. At least why I think they were important because they were, the defense mm -hmm. when the next election comes, you know, because we have, we, we needed to see how much we could change by mending our ways and the mistakes we made last election before we got to the next one, because we cannot have, we can't have him in term. I mean, hopefully we'll get him out of there before his term is up because I know how much he would hate that. And, but I, I don't, you know, I, I'm glad. I'm glad what went down yesterday went down, and I, I think we're in a good place, and we have to stay in that good place. This does not mean the fight is over, and I feel like that's that was part of the problem with the last election is that we all thought, oh, there's no way, Donald Trump is crazy, he'll never get elected. So, no, so a lot of people didn't worry about it, right. and I want to see us get complacent now that we had these midterms and we did shift a little. I don't want to see us. We need to shift 100%. And now yeah. is the time until the next elections. From now until the next elections, this is the real fight. Right. This right. is where you have to get involved. Do what you have to do. Stay. Just because you voted in the midterms doesn't mean this fight is over. You know? Like, yeah. Yeah. stay involved. And, 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 stay involved. <laughs> and not only stay involved, and that's just for, for us as citizens, I think it's important to stay involved because I think a little bit before the elections, we started to get a little complacent because we were getting tired of the same old, you know, what is Trump saying now? You know, and constantly seeing Trump in the media and it was just annoying. And so I know for me personally, I kind of detached a little bit because I was just like irritated. Right. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Um, and I hope that this this little, you know, and I'm saying and I say little because everybody was expecting this blue wave um to, to kind of happen and i think it did to a point um right. however i expected the house to flip because it happens yeah. every year or excuse oh, me yeah. every every um every presidential um term you know right. when you know during, when bill clinton was uh, uh pre a president you know the house flipped you know to yeah. republican you know yeah, yeah. when when um uh, bush uh was president you know the house flipped to democrat when yeah. you know uh president obama was um uh you know president the house flipped to republican it's just it's it's a, it's a it's a constant shifting of right. things i think that i w i was expecting both the senate and the house to flip right. um you know i mean this is what i'm talking about with with, the, with why democrats need to have better messaging um, that's something that I feel like Republicans have been kind of pushing a little bit more and criticizing, you know, the Democrats regarding how their messaging is. And I'm really, really glad to see new, fresh faces coming into the House of Rep Representatives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And seeing younger, more invigorating with new ideas, more progressive, um, you know, with, with different types of ideas and ideals on how to operate and how to manage this company this country you know and and i i like to see that i i 
but I do think that the, the Democrats have a need to work on their message a lot better. You know oh, I mean? yeah. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Because, because that was evident in, in the whole Hillary Clinton campaign. Right. Her messaging was strong enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She did not, what she was saying, although a lot of what she was saying people wanted to hear and people wanted, she right. wasn't conveying it in a way. It was, it was how the message was sent. It was how the message was delivered. And then, yeah. and then the bullshit happened with Bernie Sanders and the Democratic Party. That turned a lot of the, 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 energies, the energy that the Democratic Party had because had, had they been fair, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> had they not played games and let it play out, even if Hillary, you know, would have, uh, would have, um, overtook Bernie, you know what I'm saying? Right. Had they not, you know, sideswiped him the way that they did, they still, they could have, you know, if they played it smart, they could have been like, okay, well, either we're going to pick Bernie or we're going to pick Hillary. And right. either way, we're going to work together to make sure that either one of the parties um, or either one of the candidates gets the full support of either one of the other candidates. Right. And it, you know what I'm saying? Well, I have, um, to give, I have to give kudos to both Hillary and Bernie because if it, going back to what you said about that, the delivery of what they were what they were delivering to the people and the message they were sending out not being strong enough, you have to think to yourself like we we're about to get off of our presidential run with Obama, who took his message and blew it out of the park, you mm -hmm. know, delivered his message and what he wanted to do to the thousandth degree. So there was a lot of pressure, even for the even for Hillary and Bernie, because it's like, this is who you have to live up to, and this is who you know, this man is known for his delivery and 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 the message he was sending to America and the way he got us all invigorated. Like it was a lot of pressure, mm -hmm. and just like you said, they didn't really. I don't, you know, and I'm not ashamed to say this because I voted for Hillary. You know, like that she did. I don't, you know, she messed up. Just you know, like. She could have done better. She definitely could have done better. As much as I love her, she could have done better. And I mean, the entire Democratic Party could have done better. That's a lot of pressure. You know, like I mean, I, I get it. I get Obama, it. That's a lot of pressure. Like, yeah, yeah. but I, I, I feel like the entire Democratic Party could have done better. I oh feel yeah. Like I, oh you yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like there, yeah. there could have been, uh, you know, a little bit more um, careful, thought-out planning. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that they just um, we, and not just the the Democratic Party. Everyone, where when it comes to liberals and conservatives and moderates, um, everyone got comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Everyone was in this comfort zone with President Obama, and even though you know there was there was issues going on, there was still a peace and a, and a right. comfort that we had as a country that nobody was messing with us. You know what I'm saying? Um, we don't have that anymore. You know, we don't have that comfort where, where um, we see things progressing, we see things regressing, or attempting to regress. And 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 I I think that that's where um, people kind of got comfortable in this whole oh well Hillary's going to win anyway, so I don't need to go out right. there and vote. You yeah, know what which, I mean? which was so far from the truth. <laughs> so far from the truth. You're like so nobody. You like, and that's the thing. Like I always think about when I when I think of that. Like that we did get, a, I feel like we got complacent with this last election because we thought, oh, there's no way he's going to win. Somebody else will win. It'll be no big deal. We won't have yeah. to worry about it. No, bitch, that's when you have to worry about it. <laughs> right, exactly. That's when you have to worry about it. Go out, put your vote in, and make sure this shit doesn't happen again. Like, and you know what's funny? There's so many ways of voting, and I understand that you know a lot of people have this, this whole thing. You have conspiracy theorists that think, like, you know, oh, well, it doesn't matter what your vote is going to be and blah, blah, blah. For me personally, whatever you personally feel, and that, that's your prerogative, how you feel about voting, how you feel it's going to affect, you know, the overall, you know, um, majority of the, of the, the, the system itself. Mm. My whole thing is this, for me as a black man, it would be a disservice to my ancestors right. for me not to vote. Absolutely. That just it's for me personally, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna knock anybody that doesn't. I'm gonna look at you funny, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna yeah. judge you because I can, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but, like, I feel like that's the mentality everyone needs to have. Like, yes, if, and and I'm speaking as a white male, a white male. Yes, I, I put myself in a minority group because I'm gay and I'm a drag queen, like, but at the base of it, I'm a white male, and mm -hmm. it 
it I'm doing a disservice not only to myself, but I'm doing an even bigger disservice to my family members who are people of color, my friends who are people of color, and pe my friends and family who are gay or transgendered or black or whatever, all of those minorities. I'm doing a disservice as a white male by not voting mm. to those people. Mm -hmm. Fuck the disservice to myself. Mm -hmm. And I know that I know that a lot of people in the world don't think that way, but that's the way I think. And I think if more people thought that way, we probably would be better off. You know, I'm doing a disservice mm -hmm. to you. Yeah. And what does that say about my relationship with you if I'm not doing what my part? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It just it's it's tough. And I, I wish more people thought that way. I wish more people I wish more white males and white women and white people in general thought that way because that you know we just would be in a better place and it's just it's disrespectful it's disrespectful to all of the things that any minority group has ever gone through for me not to vote yeah. and to vote for for someone who is looking out for all of us not yeah. just rich white people you know yeah. like it's it, and, it, not to interrupt so your just, thought but it's just no, it, no, 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 I, 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 I agree i agree 100 percent <laughs> No, no, no. I totally commend you for saying that because that, that that's that's I didn't think of it. I didn't look at it that way from your perspective, I guess. Um and, right. and that that's honorable. Um and I definitely think that I, I definitely wish um a lot more people thought like that if they don't already do. You know what I'm saying? Um right. I think it's important to kind of, you know, as, as progressive and as as, you know, um pro black that I am, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it's important to make sure that we we look at all aspects, you right. know what I'm saying, and and I think that all perspectives, um, and and you, I think it'd be very surprising to people, um, how much they have in common with others, you mm -hmm. know, yeah, um, and and going back to what you were saying in terms of you know it being a disservice and and for us getting comfortable in this um, in this kind of um, kind of protective bubble, um. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I, I I was looking at is because I don't want to just look at the results, like yay, right. you know, somebody won um, that I was rooting for, or whatever, or right. yeah, it is a close call. I want to see what the results. What what are the demographics behind it? You know what right. I'm saying? And so I was looking at because there's I still feel, and I haven't looked at the updated version of that yet, but um, the Stacy um. Abrams and uh, Brian Kemp, um, uh, kind of governor's race. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Let me see if they called it yet. I don't think they called it yet. I think it's still. Yeah, they're they're still. Um, right now, Brian Kemp is leading, um, but they're still um, waiting for the absentee balance because uh, ballots, uh, which are the ones that get mailed in. <clears throat> Uh, and so they're waiting for those because they, uh, Stacey Abrams has not uh, conceded yet. Right. Um, and she's saying that she wants every last vote counted before uh, she even thinks about conceding or even, um, you know, just to see if there's a runoff, which would oh, yeah. be awesome if there is. Um, right. But I was looking at the exit poll and the exit polls are basically, um, you can see the breakdown of the demographics of, the, the of the voting for that particular state or that particular race, mm -hmm. um, and it's really sad because I feel like Georgia still has so much to um, to progress in, mm -hmm. um, so much to grow in. Because um, I'm looking at these numbers, and of course, a you know Abrams had uh, the Democratic vote because you know she's Democrat, and of yeah. course. Um, Brian Kemp had a majority of the Republican vote because obviously he's Republican. Yeah. Um, but what's funny is, is that I'm looking at the breakdown between liberal, moderate, and conservative. Mm -hmm. And Stacey Abrams has the liberal vote, obviously, but the moderate vote she also had as well. Yeah. And I just found that that, that really weird because <laughs> And she, and her not still being able to win, right? Um, and then I'm also looking at the breakdown. Um, majority of there's a white majority in Georgia. Oh yeah. And so um, 
in terms of uh, demographics uh, race-wise. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the breakdown of of who voted for Kemp, and majority of them are white women and white male. Right. And it's frustrating <laughs> because, yeah. because this is somebody who, um, it's not about, to me, it's not about partisanship. Right. Um, because at the end of the day, when we had the presidential elections and the primaries, um, Hillary was a Democrat. Um, Bernie Sanders was running as a Democrat as well. You know what I'm saying? And because I agreed more with Bernie Sanders' policies mm-hmm. and what he was speaking on, I I I preferred him. Right. Does that mean because you know if, if let's say Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump and Ted Cruz were all running for for president and they all had four ballots. Let, let's say mm-hmm. we didn't have primaries where it was just one Democrat and one Republican. Let's just say all yeah. four of them. I still would pick Bernie. Right. And to me, it's not about partisanship. It's it's who has the best policies for me. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I get to a point where I'm just like, I don't know if a lot of these conservatives are really looking, especially the, the, the lower to middle class um uh white mm-hmm. men and women yeah i don't know if they're looking at the policies that are being proposed by some of these candidates well absolutely it's- yeah i mean and i think i think that's the problem we run into with any election really is that mm-hmm. a lot of people i i just assume having ha- i assume this having been this person that a lot of people vote without really truly doing the research and doing the the looking into like what they're voting for and who they're voting for i feel like a lot of people probably just and i only say this because i'm having looked at my own ballot i always find something really interesting when you look at a ballot i mean obviously i know we're not supposed to talk about them but um when you look at a ballot it will say like uh this person is a Democrat, this person is Republican. I feel like a lot of people probably just go through and go, okay, I'm a Republican. I'm going to just mark all these people, or I'm right. a Democrat. I'm just going to mark all those people. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's the best person for the job. Exactly. That doesn't exactly. mean that that's necessarily the person you should be voting for because maybe their policy goes against something that uh, will affect you personally. Yeah, and it's funny. It's funny you said, and I'm I'm so glad you said like, that. About, like they send you a pamphlet. They send you about. You can get a ballot pamphlet. I know where it's over, mm-hmm. but it's like you can. They send you a book that will have the breakdown for everything. Right. And I know what helped me a lot this this year, and this is speaking to all our listeners that are of the homosexual persuasion. A lot of cities will have a gay based newspaper. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I know Los Angeles has one. We will have one here in Seattle. It there most big cities will have a gay based newspaper. Mm-hmm. Our newspaper here for like the the last three weeks, I think, before the elections, literally had on their website and in each paper had a thing that said like these are the people that are in our area and this is what they stand for. And these are their policies and these are what they want to do. And this is what this, um, you know, voting for, you know, 1631 means or voting for whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it broke it down. Mm-hmm. And it, it explained it in a way that made it a lot easier for me to understand than if I were to say, read my voter pamphlet. Because right. a, lot of times, a lot of times those voter pamphlets are like super loaded with stuff. You're not going to understand it. So like when the next election comes around, if you had a, if you're listening to this and you had a hard time voting or you just voted for whoever because you thought, oh, they're Democrat or they're Republican and you didn't really 100% understand is look out into your city. Look to your newspaper. Look to your local gay publications they will have stuff in there that will explain it to you in a way that will make it easier to understand it. I'm only speaking to yeah. that because that's how I was able to vote properly this year. 
like I really tried to del dwell into, luckily I have a roommate who's super into politics as well. And he helped me with the stuff that I didn't understand. But like without that publication, printing that and explaining it in a way that I can really understand as a gay man, I, I would have just been like all those people who just go, okay, I'm, I know I want, I want the house to be switched. So I'm just going to vote Democrat on everything. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the, the best person for the job. Period. Listen, I, I, <laughs> exactly what you should be doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and honestly, honestly, if you don't have a situation where you are not understanding what is going on, what you're voting for, mm -hmm. uh, like you said, the, the pamphlets come in. Yeah. But when those pamphlets come in, you can easily, even if you don't have a gay publication or, or a publication that you um, that kind of breaks down, like Chrissy said, what those different propositions are, what those different policies are, or what you want to vote on, you can Google it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if yeah. I, and this is a firm belief that I have. If you're able to listen to a podcast, you're able to go on Google. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So the, yeah. all of our listeners, if you if you're able to listen to the show, you're able to Google. And yeah. so, you know, um, and don't just look at one source. You know, I, I yeah. spent an enormous amount of time when 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 I'm voting on something, especially these propositions that are out here in, in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of prop there was a lot of props that co conflicted and yeah. a lot of prop propositions that were were asked of us to be voted on that kind of created this kind of um microcosm of of issues because it's like well if i pick this one yeah i'll be okay for for now but then this is going to happen in the long run yeah. or if i pick this one I'll, I'll it'll suck for now but this is what's going to happen in the long run so it's it's kind of like you have to pick the, the lesser of two poisons yep. you know but but you wouldn't know that if you don't if you don't research it right and so i i encourage you guys to not to not look at what's on tv those those um those uh, commercials and those paid ads because right. those are paid for by the opposing party so they want yep. you to influence what you want to say because they want you to either vote or not vote for it yeah um, totally. so i encourage you to just kind of look at and research it for yourself and see what works best for you because at the yeah. end of the day i think like seeing this balance of power um or some semi-balance of power um right now with, with you know the the house being flipped um we, we'll start seeing a little bit more traction um, I, I think that, you know, it, and it, it's kind of been known too, if you, if you look at history, um, that the economy and, and the country does a lot better when, um, the house is blue or when, yeah. when the, when the president, um, is blue or when the Senate is blue, when we're actually functioning in a more democratic way. It's just um, because it's a cooler color and it's just yeah, better. It is. It is. It's, it's not blue. Everyone looks red and blue, bitch. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody can pull off red but that part looks good in blue i do look good in red though but i will not I, that's Ooh. not the point <laughs> I, digress. I digress i mean i mean just say it it's a good color but <laughs> but yeah i just i just highly encourage you guys to like you know to 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 research you know and like christy was saying you know look at what you're voting for don't just don't just yeah. do this identity politics thing you know yeah. um I'm not going to just vote for somebody just because they're gay or just because yeah. they're black or whatever. I want to see what they're what they're going to say because yeah. there's black Republicans too, and that doesn't mean that I agree with their what they're saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. That part. Yeah. So, I mean, just that part. Yeah, that part. <laughs> yes. Back to your Cheeto in chief. Okay. Well, do we have to? No, we don't. No, I just. No. I'm so sick of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, true. And I'm just anxious to see what uh, what's gonna what's gonna happen in January. So yeah, I feel like we can oh, kind yeah. of like go into the holidays a little bit better because last year the holidays were horrible. Okay. <laughs> completely, completely. There was this like overshadow of of depression. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? completely. Um, yeah. <laughs> You go that's all i have how about oh, you you know you know um yeah that, i mean if that's what we're talking about are we trying to flip the combo or are you trying to talk about something else now <laughs> i mean we can oh you know what let's take a break how about that yeah let's do that we'll be back 
Hey guys, this is Kwame from I'd Rather Not Podcast. Don't forget that you can go to our website by going to www.idrathernotpod.com where you can find host bios, past and current episodes, and more. You can even send us some glitter mail. Go to www.idrathernotpod.com. All right, that was a word from our sponsors. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. We're just talking about life and things, Kwame. You know, that's what we do here. That's what we do. That's what we do. We we work, we pod, and we life. Come on, pod. (laughs) Well, you know, you know how we do. You know how we do. Speaking speaking of work, I Uh have I have something, not something I wanted to get off my chest, but just something like I felt like I wanted to like maybe get your like opinion slash like how would you deal with this kind of situation? And and I imagine that a lot of our listeners probably find themselves in this situation as well, because most of us have jobs and most of us work with other people. Um, mm-hmm. If you're lucky enough to be your own boss and not have to work with other people, then great for you. Um, mm-hmm. But I want to know, how would you handle a situation where you're at work and you don't necessarily... I don't want to say get along with somebody you work with, but there's conflict, not like actual conflict, but like just a con- a conflict of personalities mm-hmm. and your sanity at work is affected by this relationship. And maybe you've, you've tried to, to really make this work relationship work and it it goes on because you have to work. But like, how do you deal with that person at work that you just don't like and you don't get along with and you kind of feel like they're there for all the wrong reasons? Hmm. Um, if that makes sense. No, it does. Um, so I'm trying to word this right because I, I had a similar situation. <laughs> no, I had to get to a point to deal with it. So life, you, like, wait, say again. I was gonna say like, you know, you have to deal with this person, and this not to say that this person is horrible, but like, you just don't get along, and mm-hmm. there's issues, whatever those issues may be, and it's yeah. like so you deal with it, but it's like it drives you fucking bonkers. Like now, when you say issues, is there issues with you, or just issues with that person in general, with everyone else? Both. Ah, okay. Well, so if, maybe, maybe the first one, maybe you, like, maybe um, in this scenario, I'm the I'm really the only person who has an issue. Everyone else gets along with this person. Air quotes. Like, okay. I guess when that's really my question. Like, how would you deal with that situation when you're the only person at your job that feels that way? <laughs> right so here's the thing <laughs> because at the, end, at the end of the day i still need to collect my coin right and i need to make sure that i'm doing what i need to do for my job and mm-hmm. so i can't allow somebody else to mess with my bag you know right. what i mean um so that's that's first and foremost and then i've also developed this kind of um, and it took me a very long time, <laughs> like almost 32 years. And so like, um, it took me a very long time to kind of get to this point where mm-hmm. I don't have to fuck with you, you know, but right. if, especially, but I, I do have to work with you. If, if it's that type of situation, if it's a coworker situation, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I can work with you. I can be civil with you to, to get the mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't have to be cool outside of that. You know, um, as long as you're doing your job and I'm doing my job, um, we good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I don't have to hang out with you afterwards. I don't have to 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 you know go to lunch with you. I don't have to go on breaks with you. I'm just gonna come in here, do my job, and I'm gonna talk to people that I like and mm-hmm. then call it a coworker situation. Hi, bye, wham bam, thank you, ma'am. You know, um, because at the end of the day, when you get to a point with somebody and you allow them to and it, it kind of just gets to a point where you have to kind of look at where, how you allow people to influence your energy, you know, and, and I'm really firm on, you can't control what other people do. You can right. only control how you respond to it and how you right. allow it to affect you. Um, and so 
I, you can say whatever the hell you want to say behind my back. You can say whatever you want to say around me, to me, whatever, as long as you don't touch me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're not touching me, if, we, if you did, I don't have to. I don't have to show you these hands. You know what I'm saying? You know, what What happens when you can't that when that's not the like clearly that's not going to be the solution to the problem? What do you mean? Meaning, like you you can't just like avoiding this person is not gonna be. Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying avoid because at the end of the day, you you have when you have to work with somebody, you you can't avoid them because you're in the workspace with them. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not saying to avoid them. I'm saying to to change your perception on how you allow what they're doing to affect you, because mm-hmm. as long as they're not touching you physically and they're not invading your physical space. Um, because I, I don't, it's, I don't condone anybody touching you. You, you have a right to, to, to self-defense, but if it's just more of a, uh, somebody being messy and somebody being just a, a downright malicious, evil person, that's their problem. That's not on me. You know what I'm saying? And I don't have to allow you in my space and, or, or my mental space. And I right. don't have to give you my energy, you know, to, to, in order for me to function and work, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, because at the end of the day, I have, I know where I lay my head at. I know how my home is. I know, you know, what I have in my life, and I, and I know the things that I have in my life is is blessed me enough to be happy. So if you're not happy with your life, if you're to the point where you have to be messy and you have to be a little bitch, that's on you, boo. That ain't got shit to do with me. You know what I mean? That's right. you go with God. Let God deal with you on that. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm good. You know, because at the end of the day, I can't allow somebody to shift my energy because I'm giving them that much power. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm strong enough and I'm capable enough and I have the free will enough to protect how I how my energy is and how my mood is. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm adult enough to control my mood. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that that when somebody says something that it won't irritate you or irritate, you know, you or or right. or, or how you, you know, feel because but your I feelings are valid. I think that's where I'm at in this situation without giving away all of, you know, what's happening. That's where mm-hmm. I'm at in this situation where it's like, I'm, I'm perfectly capable of working with this person and I'm perfectly capable of doing what I have to do and leaving it at that. But I think where the problem then becomes is when, when you add the competitive aspect of my job mm-hmm. to it and the fact that this person, you know, like, there's a lot of times where I feel like, oh, you, oh, you did that to come for me or, Mm -hmm. oh, you, or you're trying it or, oh, Mm -hmm. you're really like, you're really pushing it. Like, Mm -hmm. and like, or you're kind of a little bit of a snake in the grass and nobody else sees it, but me apparently, like, I think that's where I'm at. So it's not Mm -hmm. that I can't deal with this sad person and it's not that I can't work with this sad person, but it's all those other aspects, the like, the, the fact that this has now kind of become a little bit of a competitive thing and, you know, we work in the same circles and we, mm-hmm. you know, we work at the same shows mm-hmm. and you're really trying it, you know, like, how do you deal with that? So, so here's my thing. <laughs> at the end of the day, I need to do me for me. And, and I also feel like I'm a firm believer in true karma, you know, and, and, a lot of times when we talk about karma, we want karma to work in our own time. And when we say karma needs to be enacted, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you're doing what you need to do and you're pure of heart and where you, in the decisions that you make, and you're, you're not even thinking about being malicious to other people, then you'll be fine. You know yeah. what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you have to let other, other people do their mess. Because when I see people do mess, they're creating a web. Um, and if you don't walk into that web, if you don't allow yourself to emotionally get attached to that web, then they're going to tangle themselves in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so I know it's easier said than done. And it takes practice. Trust me. It's like, it's been all my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? All my life. <laughs> I had to sit, sit there and look at and, and react to things that people were doing. But I think I've gotten to a point, especially when it comes to, to work environments mm-hmm. um, and, and how I operate with people. Um, to, to accomplish a goal or a mission, yeah. um, I've operated differently lately. Yeah. And I operate differently lately because at the end of the day, I still have a job to do, yeah. whatever that may be. And I still have a mission to accomplish and I have a part in that mission. So if I can't operate 
if you can't operate with me, let other people see that you are not the one operating with me. You know what I'm saying? Let other people see that you're the one being messy. You know what I'm saying? And then when people come to you, because their people are going to come to you and say, oh, girl, you know what he said or you know what she said. That's fine, boo. Let him stay over there. If you don't allow people to feed it into you, because a lot of times people will be carriers for 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 those messy people. People mm-hmm. will come around and start, you know, telling you what they're saying or telling you what they're doing just so they can feed that into your your spirit so you can feel you can start feeling reactive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't allow them to to spew that into you, then you'll be fine. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. allow other people to to spew that into you for them because they're just yeah. agents for that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, true. And I know it's easier said than done and it takes practice, but but mm-hmm. if you know that you do well in what you do, honor that. Because right. if you allow somebody to give you take away your power saying Take away the power of, of your confidence and what you're doing. You're doing a disservice to what you do well and you, what you know you do well. True. You know what I'm so, so don't allow people to, with their messiness or malicious. Because a lot of times it may be it may be insecurity. It may be even even if you see them blatantly doing something malicious, it has nothing to do with you. It has yeah. nothing to do with you personally. That's right. something. They have to deal with on their own because if they're doing it to you, they're going to do it to somebody else. True. If they're not doing it already. It's just that other people, either they may not have told you that they're seeing it Mm -hmm. because they don't want to deal with it or they're not letting it affect them as much as you are letting it because you, as much as you're allowing it to affect you or Mm -hmm. they haven't gotten enough of it. But at the end of the day, they're going to see as long as you don't react to it, because if you react to it, you start getting into the game with them. You get into that web. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. You know, and then they're going to say, oh, well, Chrissy's going off. Right. Chrissy's messy. Don't react right. to it. Yeah. And then vent to your friends. Easier said than done, boo. I was going to say, <laughs> just like you said, I think, I think you're, you're 100% correct. And, and that was the, the response I was looking for. And it's just, but it, it's difficult when you feel like you might be the only one who sees those kinds of things and that kind of behavior and doesn't understand why everyone else doesn't see those things you know like makes it 10 times more difficult when you're like is why am i the only one who's feeling this way about this person you know like maybe you're not but why are you responding or reacting to it that's what you need to know you know what i'm saying because if if you're allowing allowing somebody this is what i had to, to kind of like look at i i for for years had allowed people to make me react to something. Yeah. And it's not that they made me react. I allowed them to get a rise out of me. You know right. what I'm saying? And so I reacted to something that they did um, or something to, to, and reacted to something that they were throwing at me in terms of maliciousness and negativity. And because I had to look at it and say, is this person really, does this person really matter to me? <laughs> you know, when it comes to coworkers, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, they're coworkers. And they're not, they're not life partners. They're not, they're not boyfriends, girlfriends. They're not, you know, family members. I can understand if it's a family member. Yes. If it's like, you know, best friend of 20 years. Okay. Maybe that might, you know, get a little rise out of you. Cause like, girl, you should know better. <laughs> you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, these are people that you barely know. These are people that you only see at a certain, certain points of the week that you only have a certain type of interaction with them. And so at the end of the day, is it worth your energy? Is it worth you getting frustrated? Is it worth you you jumping into that scene that they're causing for you to 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 fall into their trap? Because nobody's making noise but you. And they're gonna look at you and say, oh, well, Chrissy's the one making noise. He's the problem. You know what I'm saying? And how is that fair to you? All right. So basically you're just saying I need to suck it up and deal with it, is what you're saying. <laughs> I don't mean it like that. But at the end of the day, like, you have to kind of look at a situation where, like, you have to be the change for it. You know what I mean? So either either we're we're going to either change the environment so that way we can make sure that we're protected and we, you know, because if, if you're not comfortable with it, you don't have to be in that position. You know what I'm saying? But if you feel like you need to be there and that's where you belong, then right. you have to kind of adjust how you operate within that environment because at the end of the day you can't control anybody else you can only control how you respond you know and how you operate yeah. so 
that's all I'm saying. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, there's also poison, arsenic. You know, that's, that's... <laughs> well, we won't go there. It's not quite, <laughs> that, not quite that dire. Some people just can't hold their arsenic. Okay. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. Right. Wow. Well, there you go. Yes. There but I do wish you luck go. on that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take all the luck I can get at this point. <laughs> And may, yeah. maybe maybe this person will uh, hear this episode and uh, get their shit together. I don't know, probably well, not. But one would hope they're too, <laughs> they're, too uh, they're too in their own world to uh, get involved in anybody else's business. So there you go. Well, you know, I believe that prayer is a powerful thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> prayer's uh, got me. Going to take the whole congregation at this point. <laughs> Sometimes it be like that. <laughs> Sometimes it do be like that. You're right. You are right. There you go. There you yes. go. What oh, a good oh. episode. This is a good one. Well, you Thank know. Thank you guys for listening. Right? Right? Yes. Make, sure you fo- make sure you follow us on Instagram. Look, yes. us, look us up on all of our social medias. You can check out uh-huh. the website at www.idratherenotpod.com. Where you can yes. For all of our social medias and all the platforms, you can listen to our episodes mm-hmm. and send us some glitter mail. We want to hear what you have to say and your questions yeah. and concerns and comments and show ideas. And we're due for a glitter mail episode, so I think yes. we'll have one coming soon, hopefully. Yes, ma'am. And also, don't forget to check out our mother network by going to www.pyromedianetwork.com, where yes, you can ma'am. find all things. Pyro Media, and also check out the new shows that are coming up on that network as well. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what, okay, Kwame. Huh? I have a question for you. I have an answer. Um, since we've come to the end of this episode, what is it that we always say? Well, you know, when life gets you down, we just tell them, I'd rather not. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. <laughs> What a wonderful kiki.